0: black helicopter crowd notion the Tyranny's tyranny is always lurking just around the corner it's it's they're crazy. And now they're black late. helicopter crowd really is absurd. the people are stupid and they're drunk there'll be a revolution and they're gonna lose there are too many guns and too many people ready to fight them i am a man of peace but we have gangsters running this country criminals gangsters we're normal we see total criminal takeover the death of freedom it is the most corrupt degenerate criminal government in american history i'm trying to awaken people but look at the morons around you they're zombies Are joining the online studio. You are unmuted and can speak with the host. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Raven and today we're going to do something slightly different and we're just going to check out three really strange coincidences in history and it's all true and documented and you can research it yourself. I'm putting three links to three sources in the show notes so you can check that out. I hope you guys are all liking the show notes that I'm putting more effort into so that way you can see what we're talking about and see if you even want to listen to the show on any particular week and I'm trying to put in the timestamps so you can just listen to the segment that you want to listen to but again this is going to take some time but I'm back into the swing of things at the podcast and I just you know, putting out another episode, a different type, because I just want to show you guys that I'm serious about taking this to the next level. So without further delay, let's get into the show. Here's the first strange coincidence. When Booth saved Lincoln's life. In 1864, 21-year-old Robert Lincoln, who was the oldest son of the President Abraham Lincoln that we all know, was traveling in between semesters for when he was studying at Harvard. The guy fell off. He fell off the train tracks at the station. But a famous actor, local actor, thespian, saved his life. Little did he know that the man that saved his life, that he was the brother of the man that would go on to take his father's life a year later. When young Lincoln stepped off the train in Jersey City, the platform was super crowded. As a nice thing to do, as having some proper subway etiquette, as he got off, he he exited the train, took a step to the side and stepped backwards to just give other people a chance to go. But while he was waiting for his turn to walk across the train platform, the train started to actually move because it's gotta go to the next stop. Once that happened, he fell in between the space between the train and the platform, that couple inches that always gets people in New York subways. It would have been a wrap for him if a stranger didn't grab him by, his, by the collar of his jacket and lift him up to secure footing on the platform, thus saving his life. That stranger was Edwin Booth, the brother of John Wilkes Booth, who would later go on to killing his father, President Lincoln, one year later. The student immediately recognized Edwin Booth, who was known as one of the 19th century's greatest Shakespearean actors. However, Booth had no idea whose life he just saved. In 1865, Booth received a letter from one of his friends, Colonel Adam Bagot, who served in a civil war along with Lincoln Jr., who just graduated, commending him for his bravery. Ulysses S. Grant, commanding general of the Union side of the war and who would later go on to become president, also wrote him a letter commending him for his heroic actions of saving that young student, President Lincoln's son. Edwin sent back a note Booth sent back a note offering to perform for him and his family. Just a year after saving Lincoln Jr.'s life, his estranged brother would go on to shoot President Lincoln in the back of the head at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. Edwin, a loyal unionist, unionist, was devastated. During this time, the only two things that brought him peace was working on his autobiography and knowing that he saved the president's son. And even after he got out of his depression over this event, eventually. His family name, though, was tarnished, was tainted forevermore. And because of this, and because of the actions of his brother, no Booth family member was ever allowed to perform on U.S. soil again. Unfortunately, we don't have anything in the mailbag today, but... Do you have a question or comment for WBHNNJ? Leave us a voicemail and it may get played on the air. Call one 807 5574 to leave your message for us here at the podcast. We always look forward to comments, questions, and what have you from literally all over the world. And we enjoy hearing what you have to say. So give us a call at one 807 5574 Grammy Award winner and platinum recording artist, President Zen 1. His debut studio album, Philosopher Stone, including the Smash single, New World Order. President Zen 1, Philosopher Stone, the digital album. Available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, and CDBaby.com. Get your copy today. Another strange coincidence, Lincoln and FDR in the same photo. After President Lincoln's assassination on April 14th, 1865, there was a three-week funeral procession along the East Coast to honor his life. Almost a hundred years later, author Stefan Laurent found a photo, with the photo of that procession as it passed by Cornelius Van Schack Roosevelt's house. And right there, looking through the window, And in that picture, right there, you can see in the window a young future president. On April 25th, 1865, President Lincoln's casket procession came through into New York, came through passing through New York City in a somber procession, in a somber procession. Thousands of people were in attendance. Thousands were looking out the windows. Um, all, all eyes were on this procession. All eyes were on Lincoln. In the late 1940s, author Stefan Laurent was looking through photos for things he could use for a book he was working on about Lincoln. When he noticed this strange coincidence in one of the photos, Lincoln identified one of the buildings as owned by Cornelius Von Schack Roosevelt, the grandfather of future president, Theodore Roosevelt Jr. Upon thorough inspection of these photos, he noticed in one of the windows, two boys. He noticed two boys sitting, staring out the window of the second story, second floor of this building. Laurent met and asked with Roosevelt's wife about this image. And uh, by this time, you know, she's an elderly woman, but she confirmed that indeed the two people in the window, that was Teddy and his brother, Elliot. So that was a future president, future president, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt Jr. And in fact, that woman, Edith, she was actually in the house at that time, that same day. At that time, she was a, a little girl and she was right there at that window, but she got scared and, well, she wasn't in the picture. She says she remembers not liking all of the black, seeing all of the black at this funeral procession and crying and the two boys didn't like the crying of her so they took her and locked her in a back room four decades later that kid that locked her in the closet would become the 26th president of the united states of america president theodore roosevelt and roosevelt was always open about the fact that lincoln was one of his greatest heroes he regarded him as one of our republic's greatest men and that's saying a lot You want know I Several party members have been murdered, Chief Inspector. Interrupting your regularly scheduled program to bring you this terrifying report. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancaked. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? New York, very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. The sky now black with smoke in front of us, just across the Tigris River here. This is shop and ore, Tom, for the population of Baghdad. Shop and ore, indeed. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Come on. It is a big idea. A new world order. I love my dad. I'd kill for him. I'd go to prison for him because I love him so much. I love Bill Clinton. What does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? (laughs) My sister-in-law. When you are subverting the power of government, that's a fundamentally dangerous thing to democracy. What do you think of Edward Snowden? I think he's a traitor. Obama is the one that kills the U.S. troops if the Russians bomb any of them. Obama is the one that put them in harm's way. Obama is the one using them as human shields. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. Welcome to America, ISIS. This is what we do. Woo! People that have taken your asses out in this building right now, we're armed to the teeth and we're not scared. You got that, you sons of bitches. In 2012, your agency was saying, "quote, the Salafists, the Muslim Brotherhood, and Al Qaeda in Iraq are the major forces driving the insurgents in Syria." In 2012, the U.S. was helping coordinate arms transfers to those same groups. And why did you not stop that? Why didn't you come forward before? What were you waiting for? Well, for you, Inspector. I needed you. I have this feeling that everything's connected. We're all part of it. Are we ready for it? You're listening to Black Helicopter News. And now, on a lighter note, here's what's making him. Head- Are you looking for web hosting but don't know who to choose with so many choices out there? Well, you can't go wrong with Bluehost. Bluehost is a leading web solutions services provider. Since 2003, Bluehost has continually innovated new ways to deliver on their mission to empower people to fully harness the web. So sign up today. You get a free domain, free site builders, one-click WordPress install, and 24-7 support. And if you sign up now, you get a special introductory offer of three 95 a month. To get started, go to bluehost.com forward slash track forward slash black helicopter news. And another strange coincidence, the home of the civil war. Merchant William McLean was 46 years old when the Civil War broke out in 1861 and was unfortunately too old to serve in the Confederate Army. But the conflict still found a way to follow him. The first Battle of Bull Run took place on his farm, so they had to move for their own safety. The conflict still found a way to follow him. By 1861, Wilmer McClain had been married to the wealthy widow, Virginia Mason, about eight years they lived on a small plantation in virginia and it was located near a small stream called bull run which also just so happened to be a great strategic location which is why confederate general beauregard took over that spot and made it his hq and made it his headquarters and the family had to move on july 1st 1861 union forces came up to a spot 30 miles from DC. Union forces were reaching a point 30 miles west of Washington DC. Artillery fire hit his house, a cannonball went through his kitchen, and it kicked off the first battle of Bull Run, which was the first major battle of the Civil War. Wounded Confederate soldiers were taken into his barn. That was turned into a makeshift hospital. They even had a POW jail. By the fall of 1863, they had moved away 120 miles they moved to appanatics virginia and lived in a converted tavern house along the lynchburg state road that sounds like another strategic location i have a feeling i know it's gonna come next mclean normally traveled south for for business for work supplying sugar to the confederate army i guess he really thought shit was sweet well anyway he wanted peace and quiet that's why he moved so far from that. <laughs> but on April 6, 1865, on that day, Confederate, Confederate Confederate Colonel Marshall, Confederate Colonel Charles Marshall arrived at the courthouse. He asked the first person he saw where would be a good place for a meeting between Union and Confederate top brass. The first man he saw and asked just so happened to be William McLean. And after the colonel rejected the first house, the first location as an option for him to have the meeting at, he reluctantly offered him his house. And uh, he loved the idea, he loved the place. And later that day, Confederate General Robert E. Lee surrendered to Union General Ulysses S. Grant. Which marked the end of the Civil War, which we remember started, which started at his farm at Bull Run and ended at his house in Appomattox, Virginia, in a converted tavern house. So basically his living room. Civil War started and ended in this man's living room. And what are the odds of that? That is one of the strangest coincidences. All right, folks, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of the podcast. I do thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this. And I really appreciate that. So for the WBHN Network, I'm Raven signing off. Have a great week. years, Robinson has been spreading conspiracy theories. The government's poisoning the water. Did you know the Federal Reserve's not a part of the federal government? The government's hiding UFOs. Gun registration leads to gun confiscation. We all know the CIA's shipping in the drugs. The leftists are the true usurpers of the Constitution. The government can read your mind through algorithms. He's getting too big, we must stop him, we must silence him. He's telling the truth, too much of it. Muted.